Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in 2 Peter, actually in 2 Peter chapter 2, exposing counterfeit Christianity. Today we're looking at verses 4 and 5 uh, with this thought, counterfeits have a lot to learn from fallen angels and Noah's world. Let me read these verses. For if God spared not the angels of sin, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. Well, God has a plan, and God knows what to do. You see, Satan's power is limited. God's power is limitless. God will do what he promises to do when it needs to be done. We can trust a God like that and refuse to trust an enemy who thinks he is in control but is quite limited. Peter begins an if-then thought that continues all the way to verse 9 to remind us that God knows both how to deliver the godly, those who love him, and punish the ungodly, those who oppose him. For if God did not spare the or pardon the angels when they sinned, since he did that, but cast them into hell, delivering and committing them to chains of gloomy darkness where they'll be reserved for judgment, and did not spare or pardon the ancient antediluvian, that's the pre-flood world, uh, but preserved, protected, and saved Noah, a preacher and a herald of God's righteousness and righteous judgment, with seven of his family members from destruction when he brought a universal flood on the world of godless individuals who live with no fear or reverence for God, then, now you have to wait until we get to verse 9 to finish that. But before we do, Peter illustrates from these historical events, including fallen angels and the universal flood in Noah's Ark and the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, just to make sure we understand these are not hypothetical but historical why is it so important that we see or seek God's pardon and forgiveness for our sins? Why is a repentant heart essential for salvation? What are we actually saved from in order to live in God's presence for eternity? What do you know about the fallen angels who lived in the very presence of God and then chose to sin and rebel against God? Can you imagine what it must have been like? For the entire world of godless people when the rains began to fall and God chose or closed the door of the ark with Noah and his family inside, the angels lived in the very presence of God, surrounded his throne, and still rebelled against this almighty God. Even though the Bible teaches that the angels did rebel, we don't know how they sinned or when they rebelled. We do know in Genesis 1.31 that God saw everything that he made, including the angels, and behold, it was very good. So sometime between the end of creation week and the fall of Adam and Eve, the angels sinned and God sentenced a vast number of them to dark, gloomy prison that Peter calls hell. Their eternal judgment is already set. Someday they will join Satan who will be cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and they shall be tormented day and night forever and forever. Peter's second illustration of God's protection for those who love him and judgment for those who reject him is a well-known account of Noah, the ark, and the flood. For over 120 years, Noah was a witness of God's judgment. The word preacher is an, in ancient Greek was a public herald or a crier who read and declared important information at town gatherings. God's view of the world in Noah is clearly seen in Genesis 6, 5 and 6 and verse 8. God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth 
and, the, and get this, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. It repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. It grieved him at his heart. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. God will deliver the godly and punish the ungodly. Never forget the wonderful truths of Ephesians 2, 8, 9 and 2 Peter 3, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I can't even imagine the eternal regrets in the hearts of those who lived in Noah's day and rejected God, and the host of angels who threw away the honor and privilege of living in the presence of God. This is so sad. Well, that's all the time we have for now. But don't forget, this is a day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. And by the way, if you want more information on the scripture meditation books available that deal with fear, anger, lust, or stress, or you would like some information on the Wilds Christian Camp, the Wilds of New England, or Camps Abroad, please log on to randhummel.com. And I really hope that you have a good day.